Okay, people. So I am here with Emily El Fadel. <laughs> Just the way you say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how Emily you say your name. Well, I tend to say it just the normal way, like just Emily Elfadley, but the French way, that way is Yeah, is I feel good. you're saying I it wrong. Like that. I, I feel I'm yeah. the one saying it. No, yeah, it you're right, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, at least you're not saying it how it was said at my graduation. Oh, like, how was it said? Like calling me on stage, Imali. And Fedli, and it was like the A, the emphasis on the A, Imali, and I'm like, you can read, right? And I'm like, what? Where do you even get Imali from? Oh my God. So yeah, that, that's me, that's my. See, at uh, least, right, because I always just get called Scott, and I'm just like, that, oh. that's the last name. But how do you not okay. happen? That's the last name. Right, yeah, and even if Kevin, I, right even if when you know I've just met someone, I'd be like, it'd be like, hey, how are you? I'm like, hi, Kevin, and they'll be like, oh, thanks, Scott, and I'm just, that's not my name. What, what is happening? Oh, here? Like, that is so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Well, there you go. We're in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Emily was the uh, director of, of from <laughs> A to you, which, yeah. hey, I gotta say, I really enjoyed this. Oh, thank I you. I really enjoyed this show. Um, it was, yeah, I think, it, I feel it was the second one I watched. I mean, yeah. Okay. Because, you know, last day, it was coming up to the end of Flair and I always try and watch shorts but I hadn't got yeah. around to it just due to feeling a bit ill and whatnot. So I was like, I'm oh, gonna no. watch some shorts. And so I just yeah. picked three, because you look at the whole figure, it's like, how do I choose? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I, I picked three <laughs> and um, turned out they were all extremely good. So I was very oh, lucky in that regard. But um, yeah. I think they were very different, which is also, a good thing and yeah. one thing I thought was really interesting about yours was um mm -hmm. yeah you did a little crowdfunding to get it popping so oh, I did, yeah my yeah God. <laughs> what, what led you I to did. that route I just don't know how to get money <laughs> no I'm kidding I I mean a lot of yeah a lot of films that i've seen at bfi flare they all had like funding from somewhere you know like mm. they all had something attached to them and um ours didn't simply because yeah i don't know how to navigate around trying to get funding um i am very much aware that people are willing to give something to get content um so i tend to go to them first because at the same time, I worry that with trying to get funding like the, the normal way, um, I would have to change my story or like I would have to like, I don't know, like I, I feel like what I want to write may not be what the people giving me money want. And so if I'm not willing to change my story, then mm. I'm not really going to try and get the funding the normal way you know what I mean so I yeah. always try and do crowdfunding first 
and that, sometimes it works <laughs> sometimes it doesn't <laughs> did that it um, make sense i had yeah it, it did right because no, i've heard well, that's the, good i'm glad it did <laughs> I, well, i've heard the stories right of people yeah. you know you get funding and then someone's like I, i'm not sure about those leads Think we could change yeah. or could we change the set yeah. of one of the leads or could we add this yeah. to the third act and you're just like what yeah. how the fuck are these people trying to dictate <laughs> a story when they're the financial yeah. people it's insane yeah. but I know. what happens when it doesn't work you just have to be patient really i mean with my first film called The Date, um, I mean, the budget was really low. So we did a crowdfunding for it. Actually, so basically what happens with is, sorry, what happens is, um, nope, that's not English. What happened is uh, we ended up doing multiple crowdfunding campaigns because, you know, why stop at one? Um, yeah. You know, if, you, if you're not successful with the first one, there's nothing stopping you from making another one because people's financial situations change. Yes. So it's like, you know, for the first, you know, you've got 60 days, let's say, for your crowdfunding. If people are in a bad way for those 60 days, they're not going to be able to give you money. But for all you know, uh, sorry, 60 days, I don't know if I said that. Um, but for all you know, like, let's say on day 61, they win the lottery, all of a sudden they've got money, but your crowdfunding is over. Mm. So you should really just start again and say look hi guys we didn't meet our target but here is our new goal it is lower than the other because we have made some money um you know please help if possible because we really want this to be made and you just have to be patient if you have to do 10 campaigns there's nothing stopping you it just means that it'll take longer for you to get your goal but you know it, it'll be worth it you knowing that you have the money so that's what happened with our first film um my first film we did i think like two crowdfunding campaigns or three because like the amount uh it like the budget for that film was really low it was only like three grand which is nothing really in the in the scheme of things mm. uh whereas with this film our budget was uh 12 between 12 and 15 and that was with post-production and I think we got maybe seven thousand, and so I made up, I made up the rest, and right. then I ended up setting up another crowdfunding campaign just for post-production, and I ended up getting I think maybe two thousand five hundred back from that. So in all, I did put in my own money, and I didn't really recuperate all of it, but sometimes it, that just happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I think we did quite well with this and I'm not out of pocket and I think we've got a really good film. So yeah, I, th I, I think try crowdfunding first. It, it is a pain in the ass, but you do have to keep pushing um, unless you're really confident in your film and know your way around like a, a funding form or like know people who can help you with that, which I don't, um, you can always do crowdfunding. Well, I, I mean, I know it's my go-to. <laughs> I know people that do the funding form route, and even oh, okay. oh, yeah. even after doing several films with funding, yeah, you know, the forms are just a nightmare. They say 
Yeah, I, I can I, imagine. I don't I think, think I've looked I'm, that one yet because I'm too scared, but yeah. <laughs> well, with leaving the EU as well, that has mm. vastly affected the funding oh, streams. I so I, I think the fact that you, you, you know, you're used to doing it this way, hey, that, that mm. has set you in good stead going forward, possibly. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> I, I don't want to make I don't want to make expensive films like I don't want every film I make to get more and more expensive. You know, I mean, I've learned from my last two films and I know what I would like to change and I know what equipment I would like to use. Um, and I know that will be slightly more expensive, but I think it'll get to a point where I know that I can make a film. Uh, for a certain amount every time instead mm. of it getting higher and higher and higher and yeah I don't think it's always needed I think as long as your crew is um is is uh paid you know between a certain amount like enough to live on like oh this is gonna no if anybody listens to this I do not mean that people should not be uh, paid their wage of course like for me I'm an editor and I know what my day rate should be and it's up to me to take the job if it's lower like that is my decision just like it's you know the crew's decision to take the job but I also think that making films is very much about passion as well so yes don't do a film for free unless you really 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 believe in it sure that is your decision but you can make a film on the lower side of budgets, if that makes sense. Because I have a really good friend who goes all the way. He's like, what's your day rate? Okay, cool, you'll be getting that. And then he struggles because then he has to find that money and stuff. But you just have to find the right people who read the script, are really passionate about the film, the project, think that it'll do really well and understand that sometimes money is not the only thing that is important which is why for me as an editor i take a lot of jobs on for low pay or no pay because as long as i have that certainty that the film will either go to film festivals or will go somewhere where people will be able to see it and enjoy it and also the story has to be good um then i will do it you know um and yeah, I, I cannot for the life of me remember why I started this rant, but um, <laughs> basically you don't have to, you, you can make a film without going insane, like money-wise, personally. Yeah, I, no, I, 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 I completely understand that, right? Because I think sometimes it's, you know, because I mean, look at George Lucas, right? With Star sure. Wars, no one made uh, a huge amount of money on the front end and especially okay. Lucas he didn't take it he was just like oh give me the merchandising and a percentage yeah. of the back end and everyone thought he was a moron yeah, <laughs> and that was one of the best deals ever made yeah of course so yeah. you, you have That's to sometimes really look at a project and think okay it's not gonna pay it's not gonna make me a millionaire but yeah I feel this is a great story so I think yeah. it's going to get a lot of traction and me mm -hmm. being involved with this is only just going to benefit my career and my exactly. efforts of doing this thing, right? Yeah, Where you exactly. could jump on a huge film. You could jump on a huge film and mm -hmm. it be 
terrible. I mean, how many yeah. blockbuster films that make a lot of money, yeah. but people don't talk about them as being like incredibly well-crafted stories and visual affairs. Yeah. You know, they, you yeah. might go, yeah, the, the explosions were good. Like those special effects <laughs> were good, but the story, yeah. trash. Story trash. Yeah. So do, do you yeah, want to yeah. be on that? Or do you want to be on that film that made no much, like Scott Pilgrim, right? I love oh, Scott I Pilgrim. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a great film. Didn't make I much money. Didn't make much money at all. Oh, shit. Yeah. Did it not? I thought it did for some reason. No. Oh. Not, it was quite I, indie, right? Or not really? I, I it, yeah, it was kind of, it was, a, <laughs> it was the Brian Lee O'Malley. He did the graphic novels. And then Edgar Wright oh, turned, yeah. like, was able to coalesce it all into one film, which I think he did a good yeah. job of fitting, I think it's like six graphic novels and putting books. that yeah, into one <laughs> film. Yeah. But he did, I think he did a good job and, but it wasn't the hit I think the studio wanted it to be. It's a funny one though, because right. people, like they'll say a film wasn't successful, right? So yeah. it was like um, uh, the, second Incredible Hulk film with, um, well, actually every Incredible Hulk film made money, right? Right. But yeah. the problem was with the first mm -hmm. one, the Ang Lee one, it, the, Sony had just made Spider-Man, which yeah. killed it. The first Spider-Man killed it, along with the first X-Men films. And so everyone then thought that, oh, all we have to do is make a, a comic book film. We're cashing checks. Yeah. But it didn't make yeah. that same amount of money. So all, even yeah. though I feel, I, if I remember correctly, it doubled what it, it doubled the budget. Okay. Spider-Man kind of like quadrupled the budget. Yeah. And because it didn't do that, they talk about it like it was a flop. When technically right. it wasn't a flop, it wasn't a flop. No, it was great. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I love that film. It's so good. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, I, 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 I kind of feel yeah. You you choose your projects wisely, yeah. and mm. if you want to be involved with something, but maybe not make your, you know, daily rate, then mm -hmm. why not? Mm -hmm. As long as everyone is yep. happy with doing that, then it's fine. Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. Just go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. no, no, go. Um, no, I was I was just gonna say, yeah, that's exactly it. Like, and but especially when you're making the film, you're uh you know, take it getting the right people on board as well. You you really have to like work hard to get the right people you should never settle for the first person that you know come comes from the job you know even if they're like yeah, yeah that's fine i can work for this much it doesn't matter like you really need to put in the work because it can really affect your film and unfortunately on my last two projects it has happened that you know it was unfortunate that you know one or two crew members didn't really pull their weight and even though the film came out okay, I would say that's because I had to work really hard in the edit to fix some of the mm. things that 
shouldn't have happened, you know, on set. Um, so yeah. So that's all I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I, I think yeah. that's always an odd one, right? Because you you put mm. the terms out to someone and they're like, yeah, no, I'm happy yeah. to do that. But then when yeah. it comes to it, they're like, I don't have to put a hundred percent in because I'm only getting exactly. paid this. And it's just like, exactly. whoa, whoa, whoa. no, you put a hundred percent in and you agreed to do it on that terms. It's, exactly. If doing it cheaper means you don't put in the same effort, then don't yep. do it. Exactly, yeah. No, it's true. It is. That's exactly it, it. Yeah, so weird. I've come across that numerous times, especially doing things yeah. like with things that I was doing. Like, I remember I put on club nights and you find people just dropping the ball and it's just like, what are you doing? And be like, eh, hey, well, I'm helping you out. And you'd be like, that means you still Ugh. work. Like, you still do it. this. <laughs> So gonna do it properly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. So how did Sophie um Riviera? No, it's Rivers. Oh no, Sophie yeah. Rivers. <laughs> I, I, I just create a new person right there. I <laughs> know, uh, yeah, right there. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Sophie uh, Rivers and Holly Ashman. How did um yes. they come on board? Um. Holly, I had worked with before, and I really wanted to work with her again. We worked together in 2016, so about five years ago. Uh, we worked on a short film, which you can find on YouTube. It's called Seasons. Um, she just came on board on that film and was so professional, and she knew her lines, like, overnight. And it just, like, that's, these are the people you want to work with, you know? Like, they come on board regardless of the project. If Obviously, if they love it, like, you know, I wouldn't expect her to work on something if she didn't like it. But, um, you know, she puts in 150% and she just gets shit done. And so I really, I knew that I really wanted to work with her since then. Um, so I'm really glad she came on board this one. Um, Sophie, I found online, I use Mandy, the, the network, not network, was called i used man i used oh my god what is it called again is it just mandy <laughs> i can't remember but it's basically a place where you can find crew or um cast and i went through the oh i feel like i went through the whole site looking for a very specific actor um mm. in a sense because you know i saw the character in my head and i really wanted the actor to look like the person that was in my head and <laughs> Sophie did and so you know instead of putting an audition uh sorry instead of putting a casting out I went straight to her and I said hi I have this film I'd love for you to audition if you want to like here's the script please let me know that would be great thank you and I know a lot of actors find that a bit strange because sometimes it doesn't feel very real or like it genuine or sometimes it's like it feels like a bit of a scam in a weird way I, I i mean from what i've seen actors say on like facebook groups and stuff like that like oh they came to me and you know blah 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 and it was a shit job and all this crap i don't know um so i was a bit worried about that going to her instead of just putting a, a call out and then seeing if she replied um uh, but she said yes, and she wanted to know more about the job, obviously, and she came and auditioned against Holly, 
because I'd already cast Holly at the time. Yeah. Um, so they played against each other and the chemistry was just amazing. Like it felt like they were friends from ages ago, even though they'd only just met. And, um, you know, we did the very last scene of the film, which is quite an emotional scene. We did that in the audition. And uh, okay. I don't know, like Sophie was, yeah, Sophie was just so good at getting to that spot um even in the audition at getting to that like sad vulnerable place and i was like holy shit this is amazing please i hope to god she still wants to do it <laughs> um you know um so yeah so that's how i found both of the actors yes ah, so that's an interesting one that you did that last scene as the litmus test like do you usually yeah. pick it, you know a, a scene like towards the end or is it just like I feel that one's a good one to be able to gauge these two's presence together I normally choose the most like vulnerable scenes or like the scenes that are the most what do you call them well the, the, the scenes that are going to show me what they can do basically i mean there's mm. no point doing a really easy scene in an audition just to be like yeah okay you can act great you know you have to you have to see how they feel in these like situations and stuff and and obviously on the day you can direct them and things but it really needs to come from like the first time that you work with them and the first time they meet and see how comfortable they are with each other and stuff um so yeah, that's why I chose that one because it's it, it's a very um, yeah. I keep using the word, the word vulnerable, but it's true. The characters are very vulnerable in in that scene. So well, yeah, it's all laid yes. out. It's raw as hell, yeah. right? Because exactly. it, it's that make or break kind of. There's so much resting on yeah. that moment, which yeah, yeah, makes it all what it needs to be. Yeah, exactly. It's a good scene. I, I mean, for me, <laughs> I would like an, an audition where it's just, you know, the greeting, be like, hi, how are you? I mean, like, you've got the part, I'd be like, thank you. I, I, yeah, I, I feel I showed you <laughs> enough. Showed you enough right there. <laughs> well then, they're never gonna get the part if that's what's gonna happen, if that's all they want. <laughs> just saying, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so how how um you know because that was one thing that did definitely jump off right that the these sure. two people they felt like they were best friends they they felt okay, that there good. was this great. great connection between them so did you do anything else with them to try and build that chemistry or was that just them you know giving us these great performances well it was uh well okay so we were meant to film in april of 2020 so we've been kind of working towards this film for a long time i mean we ended up filming in october of mm. 2020 so from april to october that's like six months so they've they knew each other for a while and I think they were, you know, they had each other's WhatsApps and were talking and stuff before we filmed. Um, but also the whole thing with having a crowdfunding campaign is that it, you, 
because you need the actors to be involved in the crowdfunding side of things. Like they need to be part of like the videos and, you know, talking to people, et cetera, et cetera. I think that really builds a relationship between the two of them mm. because we, you know, we did some like pre-shoots and pre, uh, what's it called? Um, we did like, oh my God, what is it called? Photography. Um, Oh my god, a photo shoot. That is the word I'm looking for. Um, uh, we did like a photo shoot. That took me a while. Okay, my brain. Um, we did like photo shoots beforehand and stuff, and I think that really builds the relationship between the actors as well. Uh, it's not a case of literally getting the actors doing a day rehearsal and then shooting. I think we were really lucky with the fact that we had to cancel the shoot uh, because it gave them time, I think to become actual friends mm. um and also when it comes to the shoot it was really important that we uh had rehearsal time and so you know the two days before the shoot we had kind of uh, a full day rehearsals where we did like all of the um all of the vulnerable scenes and all of the even the friendships like you know the classroom scenes where they're just friends you know, we ran through that just to make it look quite natural. Um, but yes, yeah. So I think that's really important to do rehearsals for sure. And I think a lot of people don't for some reason. I don't know if it's a time thing or they think they don't need it, but it's very important for sure. Yeah, it's funny because you always rehearse like a theater play. But I, I, but you, you kind of feel that you don't always rehearse a film, which yeah, I find yeah, that's interesting. True. That's very true. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why people don't don't spend time rehearsing. I'm always like, we have to have rehearsal time. Like seriously, I don't care when we have it, but we need to have it. But don't. I don't definitely don't have it on the day. I mean, yes, you you go you block the scenes and you go through the scenes and stuff, but you shouldn't be rehearsing for the first time on the day of the I mean, shoot. That, that would be a little crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little I know crazy. a lot of what I I know a lot of what I'm saying is common sense, but I mean, I still feel like people need to hear it. <laughs> you know. Well, I I kind of feel when it comes to filmmaking, there's so many different approaches. So I think yeah. it's like, depending on how you came into this is mm -hmm. how you go about it. So if someone heard an interview with someone and they're just like, no, we just go to it. Yeah, we, we get the people yeah. in and we do the scene, we cut it and then we're on to the next one. Then that person will yeah. do it like that. So it's not until they hear someone like yourself go, oh no, this is my approach that they go, oh, there's other ways of doing it. Oh, okay, well, I'll try that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh yes, that is correct. Yes, you can do that. Yeah. It's funny. I I spoke to um Jonathan Wazicki, Jonathan Wazicki about drama rama, and oh right, yeah, yeah. That's a great film, isn't it? Oh my god, that's an amazing film. The acting is like. Wow. Like, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that's natural acting. Like that, I, I've not gotten to that stage yet. I know that I'm still at a point where some things feel quite like cheesy or like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like 
like so, like it doesn't always feel natural you know but like mm. that film man it, it felt so everything felt so no yeah good <laughs> yeah no I, I it, it kind of had the spirit of John Hughes to me you know what mm, I mean yes yes exactly. like a little a, a yes. 16 candles sort of thing and yeah. I really just loved the fact that it yep. didn't end with the big coming out, right? It yeah. didn't just follow those normal traits of a film. It didn't have yeah. those, you know, the beats that we've seen so many times. It, it dealt with this yeah. thing in such a different way that really felt more natural, right? There's yeah. how many times I've known people in the closet and they're yeah. not looking, they're not naturally always looking for that moment to be like, guys, guys, gather around. I need to tell you all something. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Guess what, yeah. guys? I'm gay. I'm this. Yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> yeah. okay, all right, yay, yay. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't exactly. happen. It doesn't always, no, it might exactly. happen, but it doesn't always mm. happen. So it's, I always yeah. like the fact that we get to see films a lot of times, and a lot of times indie films, right? That yeah. deal with these familiar things, but from a different angle, from a different perspective. Yeah. And I feel that's yeah. what that did. But yeah. also, oh yeah, something I'm gonna come back to, but also I did okay. think that your film ended in a way that wasn't necessarily the norm, which I did okay. enjoy. Okay. What would what would have been the norm? Like, what would have happened for you in the um, in the normal? Well, I think the the norm, I guess, would have been them just being like, okay, so um, yeah we're now girlfriends and we're now going to go through <laughs> this and all of this. Yeah. But it was just like, all right, well, yeah, it doesn't mean our friendship ends, right? And we can yeah, just, exactly. let's just see what happens, right? And we don't yeah. have to fit into these boxes. Whatever we want yeah. this to be, it can be that, right? And I thought exactly. that was yeah. great because especially for someone who hasn't you know been in a same-sex relationship before yeah right but for for them to be like straight away be like okay i'm yours <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> let's yeah, go to the exactly. club let's dance ah i need to buy rainbow <laughs> clothes now and glitter and yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. it'd be like a bit too much but you have to be no, that's true they're exactly. still processing stuff Right, because yeah. there is also the thing being, just because you you love that person doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna love every girl. Yes, yeah, that's true. So, so it's just like, she has to kind of decide to herself, okay, so where am I sitting on this spectrum? Like, what, what yeah. do I want? But actually, does it even matter? Because the, the thing I really want is my friend. So as yeah. long as this situation is golden, I don't really care. So, but you're having oh, to process yeah. all yeah. of that. So the fact that we have this scene where it's just, yo, be you, be you. Because that's all, I, I don't care about anything else. That was great. Yeah. 
I think that was so Oh, I'm so glad that so came great. across and that like people are liking that. Because I did get some people, you know, who watched it before it went to festivals and stuff who did say, oh, I can't believe they didn't end up together. Are you sure you don't want them to end up together? Like, I can't believe they didn't even kiss. I thought they were going to kiss at the end. And it's just like, but that's not the story. Like, that doesn't happen in real life. And if it does, like, fair enough, but it's not like the norm. Um, and I didn't want to make, yeah, I, like exactly what you said, basically. I didn't want it to be how it always is, if that makes sense. I wanted it to feel a bit more realistic um, so that well, people no don't stories, just dream right? about, say that again? No, I just said we've seen those stories. So if that's what you yeah, want, we, yeah, exactly. there's, a, there's a myriad of films stories. you can go to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> uh, and it started yeah, and with I, the kiss. That's the thing. Exactly. You had the kiss. We've seen the kiss. We don't need the kiss. I am so glad you said that because that that is the reason I added the kiss because I knew people would want a kiss, which is fair enough. You know, that's what we live for. But I was like, how can I give them what they want without jeopardizing the story? Mm. You know, because I didn't want it to be about these two people, like about a friendship that, I don't know. Basically, yeah, they don't kiss. They don't kiss in real life, like throughout the whole film. Yeah. It's all in her head, which I really do like. I don't know. I feel like that's way more realistic and I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing. For me, and I say for me, right because yeah i've not lived this life right that's not yeah. it's not my experience so i don't know but what i yeah. do know is from those times when you meet someone right you, you yeah. meet someone and you're talking and you think oh this was this was cool man this was good but it yeah. doesn't necessarily always end with a kiss right sometimes no, it just true. ends with like Yo, I had a really good time. I'd be like, yeah, I had a really good time too. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt that was a believable voice. So don't mock me. Yeah, sure. Right? Don't you <laughs> no. dare mock me. <laughs> I'm living my best life, Emily. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think some people are going to feel a bit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you know, oh, you end with the co a, a conversation of, well, yeah, I'd like to do this again. Oh, great. I, yeah. I'll Cool yeah later or tomorrow or blah 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 and that's how it ends right it doesn't always end mm -hmm. with a kiss yeah. so to have every situation every time yeah. you see these stories it always ends in the same way it's a bit like am, yeah. is there something wrong with me or is <laughs> the, 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 all these other situations end in this way but mine don't like what's <laughs> what's happening right now exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. I didn't want it to feel like a fairy tale, you know? I wanted it to be real and yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's that whole thing. It's exactly what you said. Like, you know, she's never been with a girl before. She's not just going to fucking snog her, you know, like things, things have to happen slow, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, basically everything you said is correct. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> yeah. 
it is funny that you watch a film and I think sometimes you'd be like, oh, this is what I see in it. And it's just like, mm. that's not the film, right? But what you've interpreted yeah. is just something else. And do, you know, yeah. what the person actually intended was something completely different, but you've just pulled yeah. this whole thing out of it. So it, it's yeah. always interesting to find out, okay, so how do my thoughts correlate with what the film was actually meant to be? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I exactly. was a little. But yours is there. Okay. Well, that's that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. I was a little worried at the beginning. Well, not so much worried, but I was, I was kind of like, ah, oh, where is the film gonna go from here then? Right, because it starts off with the kiss. So it starts yeah. off with this conversation and then, well, it's not really a conversation. It was like, it was like the caveman moment. You know, she throws her yeah. on the shoulder and be like, hey, it's like, you. Me, like you. Yeah. <laughs> me, like you, let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it went yeah. like that and I'm like, oh, okay. Ah, and, but it's like, everyone was happy and it was like, ah, oh, like, that's nice. But where does it go? If that's, yeah. if they're starting at this point, yeah. I'm interested, I wonder where it's going. But then you get the whole, and you're like, ah, okay. Oh God, that's okay. Yeah. So it, it was in- I'm so glad it came across that way. That's great. <laughs> no, like you, you did yeah. hit, those great points, like when they were in class, and um, mm -hmm. she drops the her friend, you know, she drops the book, and she bends over to get it, but to get her balance, yeah. she grabs the arm, and it's just yeah. that moment when there's a time when you like someone and they've touched you in some way, and you're like, oh, oh, you're like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, do they, oh, do they like me too? I don't know. Oh, what's happening? And you're just like, oh, oh, give me a second. Okay. Oh, okay. Ooh. That was hilarious. Get back, get back there, get back there. And hey, so uh, you got your book? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've been there many times. Yeah. <laughs> But it was so it believable, right? That's the thing I really enjoyed. It was these moments you didn't yeah. look at them and think, ah, come on. That's never, yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen like, oh, really? Oh, 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 she's going to grab the arm. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's real, okay? It happens. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it did it did work it did really work yeah. so when you were writing it right mm -hmm. how how easy was it to create these moments did you like did it take several kind of rights you know what i mean did you kind of run through, you have it and then you read through it and you're like actually mm, i need to change that moment or i need to change the way they get to this point or did it all yeah. seem to just flow, you know, the first time? Um, the script actually was like 27 pages originally, which uh, normally translates to 27 minutes. And 
So when we were going to film in April, um, we had the 27 minute script and my uh, DOP was like, we really can't fit 27 pages in four days of shoot or, or the budget needs to like double, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so we had to cut back on a lot of things. Um, so I rewrote the script a few times and I got some feedback from many people. And, um, and then the, well, when it comes to writing the script itself, if, you know what, sometimes I go through my scripts and I'm like, oh my God, this is so simple. Like the way that I've written it is like, mm. she puts her hand on her arm and well, actually that scene, I quite like the way I wrote that scene. I kind of went into it almost like reading a book. So it was like all of these emotions. So it wasn't so much the physical stuff. It was like, so Alex was feeling these things, you know? Yes. Um, because I really wanted the actors to feel what Alex was feeling. Um, but to be honest, it's all down to the day. It's like, it's all down to rehearsing and it's all down to the, the filming itself um, when you're on set and just, kind of being in the moment and, get, and getting it done, if that makes sense. Like you could write such a basic script and the actors will ask you questions about, you know, the characters and stuff if it's not in the script. Mm. But to be honest, it's all down to how it's done on the day, like directed, blocked. Um, it's all down to that. So, I mean, I can't really talk much about the script when it comes to moments like that because it really was down to the actors and them knowing the characters and knowing how they felt in those moments and bringing that to the scene really because it's the same with the very last scene like that scene was three pages which really if you think about it it's just oh yeah, oh, I like you. Oh, really, you like me. Oh, this, oh, that, you know, and there's no emotion on paper. It's really like hard to get that across, which is why you sit with the actors, you explain what the characters are going through, all of that. Um, and with the last scene on the day of shoot, that scene took eight minutes to film. And that normally means it should be an eight page script, but it was three pages, but because they took their time, they knew what the characters were feeling, they knew that, you know, you can't rush a, a talk like that. You know, we allowed them to take as long as they wanted to take with the scene. And um, and I think it really paid off. So yeah, I, I it's it's hard to talk about emotion and scripts, at, you know, in the same way, if that makes sense. Yeah, makes no, sense. I, 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 I yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I, yeah, I get, I get what you mean, right? Because I think right. it's, I've spoken to some comic book writers, right? And there's yeah. different ways to write in a comic book script. Like some yeah. people, it's very wordy. Some people, if they've worked with an artist before, right? Yeah. And they've got that chemistry, they don't have to put in as much explanation of the feel of a moment, right? They yes. can put yeah. in, a song, a song lyric or something that gives the person the indication of the emotions of what this is meant to be. So I think right. it, yeah. it, it kind of, yeah, it, it depends who you're working with and how it's all getting set up to how you're 
getting certain things across. Yes, exactly. And the more I'm learning, especially with script writing, is like, I mean, I've learned this from a friend of mine who will say that, like, I always argue with him when it comes to this because I'm always like, no, we need to put a lot of a lot of information in the script because how are the actors going to know how to feel and how are they going to know whether to go left or right or this or that, right? But I've learned now that that is not necessary in a script, like, at all. You could literally say... And also, I was going to say, also, I have learned that you don't need to write their, how do I say this? You don't need to write what they're doing as such. So for example, like before I used to write Alex smiles and it's like, you don't need to write that. You would normally say, you know, change it to something like Alex feels joy or something, right? Because then that would mm. mean that she in that moment is like her, immediate reaction would be to smile or smirk or you know something and then on the day of the shoot you or rehearsal you would actually walk through that with them and be like oh it would be nice if here you'd have a little smile and they you know they'd write it down on their script but if you put it in the script to start with I feel like the actors kind of get really stuck on what they should be doing instead of what they should be feeling you know so yeah. it's like, oh shit, I'm meant to smile now. Okay, I'm going to smile. But where is that smile coming from? You know, what are you feeling? Why are you smiling? Just because it says to smile, it doesn't mean you, you know, you're happy, you should be smiling. Well, I mean, you, yes, smile, because obviously I want you to smile, but why are you smiling? Um, <laughs> you know, things like that. I'm just learning all of that. I mean, a lot of, maybe not. I was going to say, maybe some writers may not feel that way and they prefer to have it everything in the script, which is how I felt at the beginning, but. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I it depends know. who you I talk to, I guess. Some people, yeah. some people will probably be very much all the minutia of every single moment. But yeah. in what you're saying though, right? Because I think yeah. there's people that express happiness in different ways. Right. There's, yeah. there, there's times when people have said to me, be like, what's wrong? Why aren't you? And I'd be like, no, I'm having a good time. Right. But it's yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just, you know, doing it in a different way. Right. I might be yeah. like nodding my head or vibing in a certain way rather than just sitting there with a stupid grin on my face. Right. <laughs> so, so it, it kind yeah. of depends on how people kind of exhume an emotion yeah yeah so then that would be down to the directing I think um mm. <laughs> yeah so I mean for me I think I still probably wouldn't really write that in because I guess you're right like if I say she feels joy she may not smile like you just said you know she may just nod or you know which is exactly what you said but then it would be down to me to say okay, well then in this moment, you know, she feels this way and I think she would smile because blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, that's how I would go about it now. Yeah, because yeah. I think when with something visual like this, it's mm. you have to then be able to convey it to everyone. So even yeah. though you and yourself know what's going on yeah, and other, a few other people might, 
but you you want to make sure everyone does you want to make sure it's clear to mm. the majority of people what this actually yeah. means yes but I, yeah. I guess though for um for you for, for, I, when you write the script and then you direct mm -hmm. it I think mm -hmm. that must take a lot of pressure off because you can course correct you know things or, or add little bits and and whatnot rather than if you're just writing a script then I guess it might make you want to put more in there to convey all right to they might not sure, know that yeah. I'm, I want this to happen and oh, I gotta make let them know yeah that's true different. no you're right yeah that's that's really that's very true everything that you just said that's so true yeah I I that yeah <laughs> I almost want to say that's a bad um habit I guess like you said because you're like oh no but what if they don't understand blah 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 but that's why you have meetings and that's why you talk to the people that you're working with so even if you're just a writer and you're working with a director you would have meetings before the shoot you know you would go through every single bit of the script and the director would know exactly what you wanted by the end of it and obviously they might you know ask if they could change this or you know they feel like maybe this wouldn't really work and they would, you know, let you know and stuff. But that's why you have these meetings and stuff. But yeah, being mm. a writer and the director, it is definitely much easier because you know exactly what you want. Um, and obviously things still change on set. And even with the actors, you know, the actors may come to you and say, oh, well, I don't know, this scene feels a bit strange or like, I don't think my character would actually do that. Or, you know, and they make you think differently about stuff um so things still change that way as well but yeah it is easier when you're the writer as well <laughs> or the director not the writer <laughs> but you know what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah how did you being you're an editor so how did yes. you then make that transition like what was it that then was just like you know what i want to actually direct and write as well <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say I wanted to direct. <laughs> I kind of fell into it, which is, you know, because of exactly what you said, I wanted to make sure that the story was told correctly. And I never, I've never worked with another director before, you know, it's always just been, well, I mean, no, actually, yeah, that's true. Like I have um, directed other stuff. Like I tried doing a, um, I tried doing a web series once and it fell apart and I will never do it again. Um, and then from that, I did go on to direct someone else's story, but that was different because I was the director, which means that I didn't write it, which means yeah. that I wasn't as close to it, but I'd never written something and then given it to someone else. And I felt like I, I don't think I could ever do that because it's like you said, I know exactly what I want. I know how to get it because I'm an editor as well. I know, I feel like I know what it's gonna look like and stuff before it's even like shot. Um, and I don't know, yeah, I just would find it very hard to work with someone else. Um, and so as an editor going into making films, I it was more like I was forced into directing instead mm -hmm. of wanting to direct. 
Uh, writing, I've been writing my whole life. Um, you know, I wrote stories from a very young age. I wrote scripts to like TV shows that I was watching and stuff. Um, so <laughs> okay. my mind right. has hold, always been- Hold on for a second. Okay. Hold I, I, yeah. yeah, I need to know. What, what's, okay. which TV shows did you write additional seasons <laughs> and such for? Yeah, exactly, like episodes and stuff. <laughs> well, at the time I was watching Charmed, like in the States, Charmed, oh my days. The, uh, the original oh my Charmed. Days. Um, <laughs> Buffy, you know, like all those kinds of shows with groups of friends, you know. I just had to, you know. Some episodes were shit. I was like, no, this should have happened. You know, I want to see these characters do this. Blah blah blah. Um, oh, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. But um, <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm glad it's funny. No. Um, yeah. No. I had a lot of fun, and I'm glad that it happened. Really, because that's how. That's what got me into all of this. Really, from like a really young age, I've always wanted to work in film and TV. And um, so when it when I was able to you know, I tried it out. And like I said, with the web series, it didn't really work out. Uh, but I knew I could fall back on editing for sure, because, mm -hmm. I, you know, other people would be making the films, not me. Um, so that was good. But then with my first film, The Date, that I co-wrote with someone else, um, we, we just loved the story so much. And it was so like dear to us that we were really worried that someone else wouldn't understand it the way that we did. So we really wanted one of us to just get in there and do it. And so I, I did it. I didn't like it. I didn't, you know, for my first time, it was really scary and it was really stressful. And, you know, I cried a few times, you know, because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But I learned so much from that film. And it went on to do quite well, you know, in festivals and then now it's online and people are really reacting to it in a positive way that like, going into my second film, I took everything I learned and I was like, this is how we're going to do it. And even then, obviously, I learned a lot more because I worked with different crew and different people. And um, yeah, so that was a very long way for me to say <laughs> I am an editor that went into directing and I didn't like it, but now I kind of do like it and I want to do it again. And the reason I went from editing to writing and directing is because I felt like we weren't, we didn't have, I felt like the stories that I wanted to see weren't being made. And mm -hmm. so I was like, fuck it, I'm going to take it upon myself to try. And even if it's like a small amount of people, even if it's even just a small amount of people see it, that like, and they enjoy it, I, you know, that's what I do it for um and but with this you know we got lucky that it got into film festivals and that people are really enjoying it and yeah just i want to continue i cannot speak i want to continue making those types of stories like yeah mm. no that i, I that if i have to write them and direct them I will. <laughs> it, that makes complete sense right because i good, think good. when i ah because you know I, I started off doing accounts and okay. I, yeah, I That's realized <laughs> I don't want to do accounts. <laughs> right, right. And yeah, I had exactly. this epiphany one day that yeah. I want to do marketing. 
right? So oh, I, I, I then, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it was every, I went for interviews. I'm like, oh, so yeah, I'm here for the marketing role. And I'm like, but you do accounts. We've got account <laughs> positions. You can make more money yeah. doing accounts. Do accounts. I'm like, yeah. don't want to do accounts. I'm here for the marketing it. And, and it was insane <laughs> for a while where it was so hard to yeah. make that change but I was able yeah. to make the change but I just wanted to tell these stories I wanted to be able to create that engagement with people so that's yeah. what my goal was but then I realized people ain't doing this shit right but yeah. no one will listen to me being a marketing assistant. So I right. need to pivot, right? So it was then, <laughs> all right, I need to be a manager, a director. I need to get to the top so I yeah. can then implement the changes I want to see. Yes, exactly. And because exactly. it's, yeah. it's all well and good going, ah, I want to see you know, better representation. I want to see more diversity in these campaigns. But if you're not doing anything to push that narrative forward, then yeah. it gets to a point where I right, stop moaning about it. Because you're yeah, not trying exactly. to make that change. So why, why are you keep on arguing about this point? Why are you keep on bringing this point up? Because you're never trying to you know progress the situation yeah you know what I mean so it exactly. was just like all right for me to do this because you know you go and you talk to people you go speak to your managers you'd be like okay um we're not very diverse <laughs> okay we need to do yeah. Yeah, like oh no it's fine it's fine and we're like mm, it's not really and then you ask again yeah. and again they push back on it and it's like ah yeah. you know what you're never gonna change so yeah. I just need to be where you are. <laughs> I need to be where you yeah, are. To exactly, to make the shit. change, yeah. All right, exactly. so I, I, I get what you, um, yeah, I get what you uh, are saying, but yeah, that, that makes so much sense to me. Good, good, I'm glad I'm making sense today. <laughs> I mean, let, let's not get too, I mean, I'm, I'm able to decipher from the, uh, the garden. <laughs> Right. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm doing my best. So <laughs> now, one thing I'm curious about, right? Because yeah. you, you say, um, I think I saw it on your Twitter, right? It's just like you want to make yes. positive um, films with positive lesbian representation. Yes. And I'm so. I'm curious because mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think, I, well, I mean, when you've seen things with positive representation in it, but yeah. because you aren't looking, it, mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? It's like, I can't say, ah, well, I mean, there's always positive representation because it's not right. like I'm always looking. Right, it, it's yes. similar to if I'm talking about race, right? And I'm yeah. saying to yeah. people, man, the, the, this, these spots aren't very diverse. And people are like, oh, they, they are. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? No, they are. I mean, I spoke to one, uh, this girl one time, 
and um mm. she was like oh i love friends oh did you watch friends and i'm like yeah I, I friends irritated the hell out of me and i was just like, right. like oh why i'm like it's it's based in new york right new yeah. york is it's crazy diverse it's not to say yeah. everyone always yeah. gets on but it yeah. is diverse yeah and friends and was away. not diverse <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was really not diverse. And she was just like, no, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then last year, all the Friends people came out and was like, yeah, we could have been better. We we should have made a more yeah. diverse Friends. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I wouldn't even call this go up and be yeah. like, see, see what I said, huh? Huh? <laughs> not full of shit right? yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's something yeah. that I notice right I, I notice that yeah. stuff because that's the life I have to live so it, it, it's like what yeah what does positive representation what is that to you like what's a positive story as it were yeah well, I mean, I think what a lot of people lack, no, I think what a lot of people mean when they say that we're not getting the right representation is because a lot of the, our characters, especially lesbian characters or like queer characters and female characters, we get, we get shit storylines. So we either get storylines <laughs> where, where we die, where we're killed off like quite soon you know, and you're kind of like, oh, I'm seeing myself represented on, rep did I even say that word? Represented, <laughs> thank you, represented, <laughs> that's not a word, represented on screen, and then all of a sudden we're just dead, and it's like, okay, cool, thanks for giving me me, and then taking it away, mm. um, or we get those stories where, you know, we cheat, or we're cheated on, or basically, we never are happy. We're never happy. And, and it's only recently that we've started to get, you know, some storylines here and there that last a bit longer than, you know, two episodes and, you know, where we're okay. You know, we don't die right away or, you mm. know, we have an okay relationship, et cetera, et cetera. And it's just not, it's not realistic. And it's not like, it doesn't make us feel very good because, you know, sometimes we just want to watch ourselves and just be happy. And, you know, even if we're just watching ourselves go to the fucking shop, you know, as long as nothing bad happens, great, that's us. We're going to the shop, you know what I mean? Like, and so the stories that I want to tell, I want to tell stories of characters that don't have to talk about their sexuality. And I want to, because that's another thing. A lot of the characters that, are on screen it has something to do with their sexuality if that makes sense like it's either they've come out or they're you know having a bad times with their parents because of their sexuality like this their sexuality is always like the center of the story and it's just sometimes we just want to see ourselves knowing that they're gay but without having to be told on screen you know yes. because yes. that's not real I mean, yes, we have to come out every single fucking day of our lives, but it's not—it's not necessary to just come to see all the time. Um, so, 
for me, it's just important to tell, like, so with the date, uh, not with the date, with For Me to Q, a lot, to start with, I kept saying, oh, it's a coming out story, it's a coming out story. And then I was like, what the fuck are you doing? No, it's not a coming out story. She, one, she hasn't come out. She hasn't said what she is. There's no, you know, there's no conclusion there. She's still on that journey. Mm. Two, it's just, it's a journey. It's a story of, you know, she's self she's discovering herself you know it doesn't yes it's got to do with her sexuality but it's it's almost like so much more than that like she's becoming a new person in a sense um so i i wanted to make sure i kind of stayed away from the coming outside of it but there's there's nothing wrong with a coming out story like you know if you want to write a coming out story everybody comes out and i think that's still very important to show the different ways that people come out. So I don't think people should stop writing coming out stories and stuff. But I think we just need to do better at like the, po like having positive stories, you know? Like even the coming out stories, they don't have to be fucking scary. They don't have to be horrifying, you know? They don't have to have your parents kick you out the house. Like they, they can be wholesome and they can be you know, full of hope and they can be funny and, you know, like that's what we want to see as well. Um, so, yeah. It does so seem I hope to that be a kind narrative, of the question but, a bit. <laughs> oh, no, for real. Because there does seem to be a narrative, uh, like a lot of the yeah. time. It's like someone comes out, yeah, the parents kick them out, they get beat up at school or, or on yeah. the streets or something, and, it, and there's all this yeah. pain and suffering and it's just like, oh, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's like, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't read any more slavery books. I'm done. Oh, yeah. I am I done. Because there's, like, mm. every, you find a lot of times there's these, these, like, the big black films that get made or these great books yeah. that are coming out and it's always framed around slavery. And so there's always oh. going to be a rape in it. There's always going to oh, be, and, yeah. and you read it and you, I never feel good. I just, no. it's always like, it takes so long to get through them. And I, I, I dread having to pick up that book because I'm just like, yeah, okay. All right, yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I can I'm gonna get back into this. Breathe, I want to. Okay, let's go, <laughs> let's go, this. let's go. Right, yeah. boom. <laughs> and you're, and you're exactly. like, okay, Whew, I've got to finish. Right, step away, step away, happy music. Let's go, bring myself back. <laughs> And, yeah, and, that, yeah. and that's what it is. I, I saw I saw um Mudbound um oh, as, as part of, of yeah. uh, I think it was the 2018 London Film Festival. Great film. Okay. Great actors. Yeah. You know, Netflix had just picked it up and um it, it was fantastic. It was, I mean, it was the one time it was the it was the first film for me where yeah. Mary J. Blige actually found her acting. Oh. And since then, I've seen her do some great performances, but that was the film yeah. where she was just like, oh, shit, she knows how to act now, right? And we had all yeah. these beautiful things, but the end of the film where, like, they're yeah. giving the guy a choice. Either, what did they think? We cut your tongue out or we cut your eyes out. And it was just like, Jesus right. Christ, what was, what is this? There's no in between. Like, that's not a choice, <laughs> right? That's not a no. choice, man. And it was that's just hilarious. like, Damn. Yeah. And it like I walked out the cinema and I was just like, oh my God. 
Oh my oh, god. Man. And it was so ugh. But it's just like those yeah, are, yeah. they're the films that keep on getting made. You know, 12 years of stage, and it's just all these films. And I'm just I I let's see some better films. Let's see some happier films, films that deal with different things. So when yep. you get to watch stuff like um Oh gosh, there was like premature, and there's um, uh, I want to say it's Lure. Uh, it's got mm, Kelvin, Kelvin, um, Jay Harrelson in it, and it is so good. It's this okay. crazy, um, like thriller kind of film about this kid, and it's like playing with like racial kind of tension, but. Is, is it that, or is it just this kid is fucking crazy? And, and so it's just like, it, it, it messes with all this little doubt and everything like that. And it was such a great film, but it's so, it's different, yeah. right? Then you have Us and Get Out. And, oh, and yeah. it's just like, yeah. these are great films. And they're not the oh, typical, man. you know what I mean? Black film that mm-hmm. used to mm-hmm. get made all the time. So it, it's yep. great to, to see different stories and have different exactly. experiences, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. I, 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 I see what you, um, yeah, what, what, what you mean about like this, the coming out story and stuff because, yeah. you know, like you, you did it with this and, you know, Jonathan did it with Dramarama. It, 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 it's, yeah. like, it, it's different. It doesn't have to be that same old narrative. You know, that heart, that exactly. feel of heartache and oppression and, you know, all that other stuff. It yeah. Different. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my aim, really. I mean, the first film I did, which was The Date, it was so simple. Like, I, like the story was very simple and a lot of people told me not to do it because it didn't have like a, a start, middle or an end. It just kind of happened, you know, like mm. it was a story of two women who went on a first date and they we didn't see them meeting for the first so they met online they met on a dating app and we didn't see the beginning of that right so we were kind of going into the story a bit blind but you knew that we were going to show them on their first date and um you know there was absolutely no drama no like you know like uh the middle bit where everything gets a bit tense or whatever Mm -hmm. right we didn't have any of that because we were like why it's just two people having a good time. Why do we have to have them have drama and whatever? And so we made the film and people love it. Like, this is not me having a massive head, but they were like, <laughs> this is a fucking breath of fresh air. Like not seeing anything negative. And like the only negative side of it that we keep hearing from people is that like the film was too short. And like they wish it was longer and they wish that, you know, they could have seen a bit more of like what happened between the characters and stuff because it literally was set in one night. You know, we couldn't show their whole lives, you know. Um, So that was the only thing. They were like, we really wish that we could see more of them. But other than that, like, it's so good to see a story that is literally just us you know and people were like this is me like I met my partner online or this reminded me of you know when I tried to date um you know and people just related to it and and it was from that that I was like you see people don't really need you know like crazy big stories and it for me it's kind of like drama what's it called again drama 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 
it's kind of the same for me with that film. Like it had a beginning where we knew that we were following this, this boy who wanted to come out to his friends, but it ended kind of openly, you know, we, there was no real proper ending. Like they all went their separate ways, but we knew where they were going. And I just love that, you know, there was no real conclusion. Like you said, it's not like he came out or, um, I don't know. I, I just love that. I love leaving it up to the, to the audience sometimes, you know, you don't have to give them all of the answers and stuff. Um, which is what I liked with my, with this film that I did now, the From A to Q, you know, the ending is very open-ended. It's like, what happens? Did they end up together? Are they going to end up together? You know, is Alex even gay? Is she only attracted to Kayla? You know, which is possible. You know, like, you don't know, but mm. it makes you want, you know, it makes you kind of dream a little, if that makes sense, which I quite like. No, that, that's the big um, thing right that that yeah. that i feel that is the big thing with both of those films because mm. the ending is hope the ending yeah. is you know potential the potential yeah, exactly. for greatness and and that's the big thing and i think that and especially in these situations right because with mm -hmm. drama they're going off to yeah. university yeah. so like that is the perfect ending because I right, so what are you gonna do? Are we gonna then go five years later? They finish university yeah, exactly. and one of them graduated with a thing. Thingy did this, yeah. thingy did that. Like, are we having exactly. a Lord of the Rings ending? <laughs> like, what are, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do that? Or yeah. do we end on this positive moment? They're all going off to fulfill their dreams, but yeah. they end with the, the friendship still being a tight, happy unit, right? Yeah, it's still exactly. their foundation. They didn't lose that. And that was yeah. that was the worry, right? That was the yeah. worry for, um, oh gosh, I want to say Eugene, right? He, 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 he wanted name. to come out, but he <laughs> didn't want to lose the friends. And he didn't lose yeah. the friends. And even though he didn't make the big declaration, everyone kind of mm -hmm. knew everyone kind of yes, knew yeah. without having without having to have those conversations and talks right and yeah. alex turned you know he friends and she's like hey thing is really nice and he's just like yeah i think he is too and then they go yeah. up but there is that look that goes between them and like they know but it yeah. is just like didn't have to be said Exactly. And with your film, yeah. it's the ending of, yo, we don't have to put a name on it, right? Just be you. Yeah. Let's just be us and see yeah. what happens. And that's exactly. that's the hope of any relationship, right? It, it's just yeah. like, all right, let's not try and box ourselves into this thing, right? But yeah. let's just live each moment and be happy. Yeah, exactly. And actually that's what happened with my first film. We actually filmed a, um, like where the film ends, it ends as they're in the nightclub and they had, they had their first kiss and it ends with them really happy and dancing and having a good time. And like, that's where it ends because we wanted to end it on a high. Mm. But when I actually wrote the film with my friend, um, we had the whole three years later 
seen written. And we didn't get any feedback on our script before going into, into shooting it and filming it, which was, you know, now this is why I always tell people, get feedback, <laughs> like get feedback on your, on your script because then you won't have to film something that you don't need. Mm. And um, so what happened was we went into, into production and we filmed that film, uh, sorry, wow. We filmed that scene, which was like, well, we filmed a few scenes actually. We filmed about three scenes that we ended up deleting in post. Um, and they were all like three years later or you know, the next day or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we showed the film to someone else um, with all of that in. And they were just like, you don't need it. Like you don't need to tell people, like the people watching it, you don't need to tell them exactly what happened. Like if you end it with them having a good time in the nightclub, people can guess, people can guess, people can dream, and it'll be such a better ending than just going three years later, yes, they're still together, good job, you know? Um, mm. So we ended up taking that out completely, you know, even though we had filmed it, we just removed it, and it's now like bonus scenes on YouTube. So I mean, people can still see them, but they really weren't necessary um, to the story. But, yeah, yeah there's, do you find that is, like it, it seems to be one of the bonuses of making short films that you don't mm. necessarily need the free acts as they were you can just right. hone in and tell this pure moment without anything else yeah yeah no yeah that's true i mean it kind of depends really if the story you're trying to tell can be told in a in a short film i guess yeah you know? yeah because yeah, yeah. um yeah because right now me and uh the girl that i wrote our first film with um we're trying to write our next film together but we're kind of at this stage where it's like is this going to be a short or a feature because we just keep writing and like yes things keep popping into our heads and we're like oh but yeah we need to get from a to b to c to z blah 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 blah, blah. but it's like does does it need to happen like we can't we haven't figured it out yet so yeah mm -hmm. short form is great if you want to tell a story quickly and you know exactly what you want to want to write but yeah um I can't, I, I actually don't know how to answer like that, that question without, um, like, I agree, yes, but, but short films are actually really difficult as well, because, I mean, all of my friends who, um, who were with me as I was writing our first film, The Date, um, they were like, no, this isn't going to work, like, you don't have the acts, you don't have act one, act two, act three, like, your thing is, is kind of just, one-dimensional like yeah they go on a date but does anything happen you know they didn't believe that this could be done mm -hmm. and then when I did it they were like oh shit okay <laughs> well I guess people do like these types of stories and I guess they can be told without having all of this crap in the middle you know um but it doesn't always work so I feel like sometimes short films are sometimes even harder to write because you're always kind of doubting you're like oh sh should I put more information in? Should I, like, are people gonna understand that she got from here to there and all the stuff in between? Or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So no, that, 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 yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my that, 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 yeah, that is a thing, right? Because it, yeah. I guess it's, 
it just depends on what it is right because yes yeah. it, it's sometimes it doesn't work right yeah. you, we've definitely seen those ones where yeah you're just like what was that like how <laughs> did that that makes no sense yeah. like what's going on right exactly so, yeah I but then we've seen it with you know feature films sometimes like you're looking That's at true. them like I don't even know right <laughs> what huh yeah <laughs> that's so true yeah so like this needed to either be extremely long or extremely short because we did not need this film to be this <laughs> length you know um it could have been told much quicker <laughs> um but yeah yeah I, i'm curious about there's one thing there's i had a conversation with someone and yes. they yeah. were saying right with mm -hmm. you know they'd made one film so with their next film right yeah. they, they'd been told that all right this time you need known actors and actresses right you you need mm -hmm. to make that next jump right so for right. people to believe your story for people to do this and to sh you know if you want to make films you need to then go to this next level now mm -hmm. you this is you know from A to B, A to B, that's your second film. A, and A to Q, A to Q, A to Q my yes. dear. A to Q. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, People keep to, doing from, this, I'm like. <laughs> from A to B yeah. was the short that came before from A to Q. Like, I, I, I thought you knew Right, that. yes, right, sure. Yeah, uh -huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll let you off, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. But like, now you're writing your next film, like, yeah. What, how do you feel about that? Like, what are your thoughts on the casting process and getting named people to using lesser known people? Like, what, what do you feel about, you know, when you're casting and how you progress as you move on with your films? For me, I think it all depends on what type of films you're making. Um, you know, my films are quite niche in a sense, like I make it for specific people. And I feel like those types of people don't really care who's in it as long as the acting is good. I mean, yes, of course, it would be a dream if like I could get, I don't know, like Angelina Jolie to play a lesbian again, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> like people would go crazy over that, but it's not, I don't think it's needed, but you know, if you're doing another like a drama that's not very, you know, that's just like any other drama out there, having a big name, yeah, it might help a lot. Um, but I don't know if it's necessary for my side of things. But the the thing though is that like the this the second film that I'm writing with my co-writer she is desperate for us to get a big name. She thinks, you know, having a big name, or what, when I say big, it could just be like a, like a, I don't know, a small time, but known actor. Does that make sense? Like someone yeah. who's in a TV show and not a movie, you know, someone who's not like crazy big in Hollywood, but they're known in our circle, you know, yes. in our community. And she's dying for that to happen. Um, I, I personally can't understand why, because I don't think it's necessary. Like, for example, Holly and Sophie, they're not known, but they're exceptional. Like, they're great. They take 
um, directed like directions really well, and they give like a hundred and fifty percent every time. And they're you know, like Holly's done many short films, and I still don't understand why she hasn't made it like bigger. You know, um, so I mean, I I mean, if you're gonna try and sell your film, if you're come, if you're gonna try and get like distribution or something, yes, having a big name helps for sure. Mm. Because, you know, people are going to want to have that on their books and sell it and make money and all this shit. But if you're kind of like me where, you know, I make it for the sake of wanting to tell the stories and wanting to kind of do a service to the to the community and to the people who don't have these kinds of stories yet, I, I don't think it's very, it's necessary. Because like, when I was casting, when I was looking for Alex, you know, for the actor for Alex and I found Sophie, I came across some amazing actors who, I don't know, like they just don't get given the time of day because probably, you know, the director wants a big name or something. And it's just like, well, how do you think that act, that big actor got a break? You know, it, yes. it's from doing smaller things. You need to, you need to get actors that are good. And that work with you, you know, and you, you know, I don't know, like just for me, it's not that important. But I, I can understand if, you know, for whoever you spoke to, it was important. But this all depends on their reason, I think, as well. I mean, also, you have to think you have to direct them. I don't think I'm ready to direct a, a big, you know, a big actor yet. I mean, I don't know. They may not be any different to the people I've worked with, but they may also be very demanding and I don't know if I'm like ready for that so well yeah, yeah. I think that that's a big thing right because I think we've heard mm. the stories like sometimes people will come in and they'll just be like yeah okay yeah I'll do that and yeah no that makes sense I'll, yeah. I'll do it that way and then other people come in and be like um no so this is my right <laughs> This is what I'm yeah. going to do. I'm going to come and set at this time. I only do two takes. Exactly. Right? I only do two takes. Yeah. No, yeah. That line doesn't work for me. I don't think I would do that. So I'm <laughs> my rewrites. This is what I think the yeah. role will be. Actually, oh, I changed God. the end of the film as well. I think this will work better. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. Actually, I, oh, I should co-direct. I should co-direct. <laughs> Let's do that. Okay. Right. I've changed yeah. the name to the film. It's going to be called this now. That's okay. very possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, fingers crossed they're not all like that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, again, like, it's that whole thing of, I, I think you need to find actors who really want to do your project and, like, that are passionate about the story you're trying to tell. Yes. Because it's like, you know, sometimes working with big, big actors, you know, it's like their agent told them about this and it's like, oh, how much is it? Oh, where is it? Okay, do I have time? Yes, okay, fine. Let me just quickly do it. You know, and it's, that's not what you want. You want somebody to take the time with the script and to be like, okay, yeah, this is interesting. Oh yeah, I mean, yes, maybe, you know, actually I think my characters could do this and that instead. Like, you know, really show that you're interested in, in the project. Um, that's the way to do it personally. And, and if a big actor does that, sure, great. <laughs> you know, that's good. But um, yeah, like I think for example, there was a film, a really good film. Oh, what was it? Dating Amber. Have you seen Dating Amber? 
No, but it, uh, it, I, it's I've, on I've, Prime, I've seen, I think. Yeah, I think I've seen it's on my list on like one of trailer, the streamers, right? but I haven't got around to watching it. Yeah. Yet. Well, that that's a really, really, really good film, and I, I I have no clue how production went, and I don't know how, you know, if the actors had a say or whatever. But like like the story is just like it, it's a it's a closeted gay teen who is trying to not come out basically mm. and so he starts dating this out lesbian well i'd say out like everybody calls her a lesbian she doesn't really say yes or no but she takes it and she's like yeah whatever you know whatever and so they date they fake date each other um until but he's never ready to come out like not even until the end of the film mm. whereas she starts to come out and is happy and all that stuff, right? So the film is amazing. It's got a really good story. I think it's great representation, but they got, in my eyes, like big English, like British TV actors to play the parents. And even though the roles were really, they weren't like huge because it, it was the story wasn't based on the parents. It was great to see big, like known actors in those roles. Um, yeah, and I, I think what I was trying to say is that it's, yeah, I mean, when it works out like that, it's really, really good because I'm mm. sure that really helped sell the film and like get it distributed and stuff. Um, but the story in itself, I feel like even without the, the, the known actors, like would have been great. I think other actors could have done a, a great job as well. But, um, but that worked out really well and that was really, that was good. I really enjoyed seeing that. <laughs> um, is where is the point I was getting to, I guess. <laughs> uh, and you should watch it. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. It, yeah. It's in, on my list. I can't remember which platform it's on, but it it's on one of them. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's on Amazon Prime. Ah, so get on that. <laughs> okay. I know to make that the next film I watch. That's cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I, I think definitely sometimes it's a funding thing, right? If you have a big name attached, oh, yeah. you get to oh, yeah, get a certain helps, amount of money sure. and you can make this film, which yeah. it, it, it's always, it's always one of those things when you see people talking about making a film and it's been sitting around for ages and they finally got the funding to make it. And everyone's just like, ah, why don't you use this person for the role? And ah, I can't believe you're doing that. And you're like, yo. <laughs> if only it was that easy. Yeah, don't you understand <laughs> that the only reason this film is getting made because, you know, Thingy is now attached to it. Right? Yes, that, that, yeah, that's yeah, the that's only true. reason this film is happening right now. So it, yeah. it's just like, do you want it now? Take what you're given now, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, one, one day I would love to work with a, a big actor or, or actors or or even not like that big, like just to get the experience, you know, like yeah, because they probably know a lot about filmmaking, you know, if they're if they are big ish, um, so just to get that experience and knowledge and stuff, that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's gonna happen. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like um there's you know it looks like your film you're showing at new festivals and stuff like that so yes you know, yeah you know that we've got yeah, um that looks promising we've got the uh london independent Fest film festival that's the next one here in the uk 
And then I think roughly at the same time, oh no, uh, a day later, I think it's showing in Australia, which is mental. I can't believe people in Australia get to see it. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and then it's just going to America and stuff. Like, I, lo I love that side of things. It's like people getting to see it. That's like the best bit. <laughs> And hopefully they don't hate it, of course. That, that would suck. <laughs> well, it, 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 seems, <laughs> it, it, it seems the reception from Flair has been great. So, yeah, yeah I, I just assume Definitely. that you know, it, it, it's going to yeah. <laughs> follow. Right? Yeah, I mean, Flair had some amazing films this year. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was very surprised that my film got in. Like, and like obviously, before when I... Um, submitted to flair i had no clue what films they were going to choose and stuff yeah so i didn't know the caliber of, of quality and stuff like that but having now watched the films in flair my goodness they were all just so well made it's so nice to finally have well-made queer films like gay films have had good quality I, I feel for a little while now like male gay films but lesbian stories and like bi stories and you know female stories, they've not been the best quality. Like even in some film festivals, just the quality of the filmmaking, like maybe the directing has been really good, but it was let down by something or other, you know, the light yeah. or the sound or the or the camera work or something. But this year, like Flair was like so good. I don't think there was a single film where I was like, oh, I kind of wish that you know, this was a bit better, <laughs> but um, maybe on my film, yes, of course. But um, <laughs> um, but now I was just so surprised. It's so good. How many maybe my work is done. The other people are doing it. <laughs> I don't need to make films anymore. It's all being done already. Uh, How many films did you get to see? Um, I got to see a lot of the shorts. I, I can't really count them all, to be fair, because I was working at the time, and the accreditate, oh, I can't say, the, um, what is it called? The Film Festival Pass, sorry. It was very confusing, like the whole four-hour window thing, and oh, only yeah. on certain days yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff, so, so I did miss some of the feature films, but like, Fuck, I can't remember a lot of a lot of the names, but just the stories were so good. Like the one, I don't know if you saw it, it was the feature about this woman whose mother died, but she goes into the um she goes into the The Lake. My first summer. Oh the like oh no, that's that's another film. That film is amazing. Oh my I, God. I, I'm <laughs> did you like it? Did you it, enjoy it? It, it was like I don't know, right? Sometimes, because look, there's always the, these things on films, right? Oh, it's a drama, it's right. a thriller, it's an 18, it's a 15. I'm like, yeah. tell me if it's gonna fuck with my emotions. Let me know that. <laughs> right? I know. Because oh my God. I don't yes. know if I can cop. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. I watched the film and I'm just like, oh no, she wants her mum die. And then it's just like, wait, no, they, they're going to take them apart? Don't do that. Like, what is happening here? And then it just ended on oh that note. God. And it was a positive note, but you didn't know what yes. the fuck was going to happen. Exactly. I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's like, oh. And I just say, God, 
damn it, stop doing this to me. <laughs> I know. And it was like, it really portrayed like love at that age. Like it really did like, oh, we're going to run away together and we're going to live together forever. And like the emotions were so powerful and it's true. Like emotion at that age, like 16 is so strong and so overwhelming and just everything about that film was perfect yeah like when i when i started obviously yes like you said when the film started and you know her mom had just died like basically committed suicide i was like oh no where is this film going is this I know, right? another another <laughs> negative like fucking story where the child is going insane or something but the way that it didn't go there i was like oh my god like it was perfect like it was it was real because you would you would react that way like in yes. real life like i would the um the 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 chemistry between the actors amazing oh. the 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 character story like the like getting across who the characters were it was like so well done like a little bit of backstory but not too much like just focusing on 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 the two characters and I don't know, just everything was so good. Like that that is literally my dream film to make, but it's already been made, so what the <laughs> fuck is the point now? <laughs> like <laughs> damn it, Kate. Um I know yeah. but see, but the great thing the great thing is, right? Because yeah. there's only so many ideas, kind of. Yes, yeah. But there's yeah. different ways of getting to those ideas. And I think that's the joy of storytelling, of maybe yeah, this concept, you've heard it before, but you haven't heard it this way. Like you haven't yeah. had it from this approach or these characters' perspectives. And, yeah. I, I, and that's, that's the true. thing that I, I enjoy, you know, being able to connect with people in this, this yeah. different way on this topic that, yeah, you might know this topic, but have yeah. you come at it from this point that's true that's very true yeah well we'll see if i can ever make it <laughs> we'll see if my brain will allow me to write anything like that <laughs> i also i couldn't believe that it was her first feature i mean oh. to make a feature that perfect your like first time i mean i have no clue how long it took her I don't know if it was a fucking nightmare, but the fact that it came out looking so beautiful, I just, damn. Yeah. But that, but that <laughs> like, was something I that blew me away. It's so many first features. There was so mm. many first features. And you're just like, yeah. how, do, how is that your first feature? Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, this yeah. gives me anxiety because I don't think I can do that out the gate yes. <laughs> like maybe exactly. on my 10th attempt i could get there but yeah the first one come on man you've set the bar way too high come on yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh man because i think well, that was the same with sweetheart i think it was the director's first great one too, wasn't it? oh man oh, that gosh. was yeah that was nice i think because they came like at these different they came at these concepts from different angles. It wasn't just yeah. a typical film dealing with this situation that we've seen. And like, yeah. you know, with, with those, with drama-rama, um, 
yeah. you know, like uh, Jump Darling, like all these films were just so different, which was, yeah, it's true. which mm-hmm. was great. That is yeah, something yeah. I, I just in, really enjoyed. But that was the thing about like these shorts. I, I watched The Cost of Living. I watched this, yeah. this okay one from A to Q. And then I watched Love <laughs> the Hand Grenade. Yeah, all right. <laughs> It's one of them all. Let's be honest. Oh well, I'm fucking okay. <laughs> Why am I here? All right. <laughs> all those uh, very different, but yeah, stories were just like great stories, and they're stories that yes, yeah. we've seen. Um, you know, two best friends in certain situations, but. The, the mm. way that they capture your emotions. And yeah. that was the great thing. That was the thing that really was the bedrock of everything you saw at the festival. Because all of these mm, different yeah. films, they all had this way of keying into your emotions and yeah, tying you into these stories. So, you know, because it's like, You don't have to be, you know, gay to enjoy these stories. You don't have to be gay to emphasize or understand with any of these characters. Because they're all situations that anyone can be in. Yeah, it's true. They're like the types of films that like, if you took like, you know how they say sometimes that they're like, oh, why do we have so many films with a man and a woman? Why can't there be just two women having the same exact storyline and nothing would change? And I feel like these are the types of stories that like, if you took uh, one of the same sex characters out and you replaced it with a guy, the story would still work in yes. my opinion. Like my, fir- like, uh, my first summer. Yeah, that's a that, yeah, that's a little boy yeah. and a girl. It's still the same story. It, it, exactly, it's all about just falling in love, mm. and you know, and it's the same with the cost of living. You know, death could have easily been a dude. Like, yeah. it's not about it being a woman. It's about who, like, what it is, you know, and what it means. I mean, I'm not so sure about mine because, unfortunately, it is a, a kind of about. I mean, is it? I mean, at the end, if it, it, you know, her questioning it, like, am I gay? Yes, okay, you can't really swap that with a dude because that wouldn't make sense. But the story itself, you know, you could be crushing on your boy best friend, you know, and by the end of it, he realizes that something's up and he wants to have a chat about it and you tell him that you like him. It doesn't mean you end up together. It's the same, it's the same premise. So yeah, it's like, it's nice when you've got films that are like interchangeable, I guess. Yeah, I I think... With decided film, to go yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think it, with your film um the ending would have been <gasps> no i i've never looked at you like <laughs> that what are you talking about like, <laughs> no, no you're not my, you're not even my type what are you you're doing type. Kevin? What go are you away i'm just like okay i'm really sorry <laughs> Okay, all right, I'm back, I'm going. Hey, that, yeah. That's how it, yeah, right, that, that's how it usually yeah. ended. You know what I mean? But, hey. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice to see a positive <laughs> ending to this situation. Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there you go. Um, 
Yeah, so that's what makes these these the films this year so good. Yeah, it's mm. great to have stories like that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I think it's great that you're at these other festivals, and um, oh, it, it, it's very good to hear that you're working on something else. You know, I think that's yeah. always oh. exciting. Because you watch something and yeah. you think, oh, that's great. But then you don't know, you you hope that they're going to do something else, but you never know. Yeah. So when you find out, ah, oh, they're working on it, it'd be like, okay, awesome. <laughs> cool, I can't. Yeah, I mean, it's stressful. I feel like this film really took it out of me, like, because it was quite a personal story. And, you know, some days I'm like, oh, I don't think I did it well enough. Or, and then other days I'm like, yeah, I love the film. It's great. I did such a great job. Like, it's I'm so tired that I feel like whatever I'm making next it's gonna take a while like my brain can't function right now like I don't know how these writers do it where they've got like five stories going at the same time they make one they jump back on the next one they do this they do that I'm like I can't my brain is like a sponge and it's already been dried up and you know I have nothing to give <laughs> but I will I will make something for sure because I can't not. I love this too much. So, yeah. How will you happen? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, how do you approach the co writing kind of aspect of it all? Uh, it's difficult. Uh, I mean, it depends who you're writing with, I think. Um, like I have two co-writers at the moment. So I've, I'm working on another film that we're not quite sure if it's going to be a feature or short yet. And that's with uh, Hands Off, who did the date with me. But then I'm also co-writing a, a series, I guess a web series, it's probably going to be, um, with my best friend, Mark. And they're two completely different people. And mm. like Mark is very good at writing by himself. And if he needs, if he's got stuff in his head, he'll just write it and... Um, you know, he'll, he'll have episodes done by the time I can even, you know, get to reading them. And then we'll tweak it together or I'll be like, are you sure this character would do that? Like, mm, that's not really how I envision this character. And then we'll, we get to a, a good spot. Yeah. Whereas with Hands Off, everything is in her head, but uh, she sometimes struggles to get it down on paper. So she needs me there quite... Um, like physically, if that makes sense. So even if it's over Zoom or something, like I, ha I have to physically be free and mm -hmm. be available to type what she wants. So sometimes that's a bit more difficult. And I think that's why that film is taking a bit longer because I, I just don't have the time to give really at the moment with work and stuff. So um, that's a bit harder, but I mean, I think with co-writing, if you know the story you want to tell and you at least have a beginning and an end, you know, for the characters and you know your characters, it's not bad, you know, it's not too difficult. And, and already you have two people there to give feedback. Whereas if you're writing by yourself, you, you know, you're so in love with your story and then you give it to someone else and you're like, oh, okay, so I should change all of this. Okay, great. And then you go and do it by yourself and it's a little bit, sometimes it can be a bit disheartening and uh, a little bit difficult. But I mean, I enjoy writing with other people for sure. Um, yeah. It's, sometimes it's just hard. 
if, mm. if you have to be the sole person doing the, the writing. Um, but yeah, it's okay. It's good. It's not too bad. I mean, with from A to Q, I made sure to get as much feedback as possible. Like I had many people rewrite the script or like change a few words here and there because at the end of the day, like this was meant to be based in England. And as you can tell, I have an American accent. So the way that I talk is very different to the way that some British people talk. And sometimes that can be how a scene can sound cheesy or like something is said cheesy. It's because that's not how the actor would say it, you know, or like that's mm. not how somebody from a different country would say it. So I really made sure to get as much feedback as possible with From A to Q. And I tried really hard not to be very um, attached to scenes and stuff. Um, and the story changed. The story changed a lot. Like originally the story was a coming out story. And it was Alex coming out to her mother at the end of the film with the help of Kayla. So Kayla and Alex ended up together about like three quarter quarters. Oh my God, how do you say this? Three quarter, but fucking out. I'm having a stroke. Three, three <laughs> basically three fourths. I know that's the wrong fucking way. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that. Um, way into the film they end up together and then the end of the film is Alex coming to terms with who she is and deciding to come out to her mother who her mom was actually in and out of the film in the background kind of noticing that something was wrong with Alex but um, not knowing how to approach it and Alex was being very distant and stuff but that was 27 pages, you know, a half hour film, which we thought, oh my God, that's too much. So I removed the mother completely. The, the, the mother is actually dead in this film. We never hear it, but I know my character's backstory. Her mom had died a few years ago. So already she's feeling a bit by herself. And then all of a sudden, you know, the one person that she loves to death, which is her best friend she now is so fucking confused and i just thought that was much more interesting than just mm. another coming out story you know like we've already seen all this i just felt like it wasn't right so a lot of people helped me get to that point yeah yeah no that's i mean that's that's a good thing for people to hear i feel that yeah. you know what i mean like you the idea can change you, you don't have to be oh, yeah. scared of, you know, pivoting a story, changing the focus. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That, exactly. That's, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. That's okay. I, I really, that's okay. I had a great I really time. appreciate <laughs> having this conversation with you. Of course, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people keep track of what's going on right and find out firstly where else from a to q will be showing and then you know what might come up next um i think the best place is probably twitter um i mean my my personal twitter is um at p underscore l underscore r underscore i underscore m for mother sorry that took a while um that's my personal one so that's like my directing slash talking all things 
gay. Um, and then the film's uh, Twitter, where we say like when the film is out and like what festivals it's going to and stuff, is uh, at from A to Q film. So from A to, which is T-O, Q, the letter, film. Um, and yes, that's where you can find out like where the film is and where it's going and all of that jazz. And yeah, so, <laughs> I'm really hoping to make like a website that that has like up to date film festival listings on it, but I've just not gotten around to it yet. So right now it's just it's trying to keep up to speed with everything. Like for example, I've got two festivals happening at the same time, and I'm just like, <laughs> how do I promote both at the same time? Like I'm not very savvy when it comes to that. So it'd be much easier if I could just have a list and just be like, yes, this is the website. Go to the website. You'll be able to see it there. That's fine. Um, I might do that later. I might do that tomorrow or something. Um, yes. But um, yeah, so you're at the Outshine Film Festival. Yes. That's correct. Yeah, and the, yeah. is it Lamp? Uh, is it Lamp? The, oh, Lamp has already come and gone. That was like a monthly festival. So we've ah. already had our, our thing. We have, um, so we have Outshine in Miami in Florida. We've got um, the Geelong Film Festival in Australia, uh, which I believe starts on the 16th of April. And then we've got the London Independent Film Festival, which is happening on the, it starts on the 9th of April. So literally in two days. Um, yeah. And you can buy tickets for that. That one is not geo-blocked. So I believe that like anybody from around the world can just buy a ticket and watch it if they want. Um, whereas I think the Geelong one is Australia only and the Outshine is Florida only. So, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad that we can't go see films in, in person, but it's okay. At least it's, it's being seen, you know? Yeah. There, yeah. I mean, there is that, right? I mean, there, it would <laughs> yeah. have just been terrible if, yeah, films were just done. Films I and I think mean, that was that was a big concern because it was just suddenly you just saw all these film schedules get pushed back and back and back and you're like yeah okay but when are we going to see this film <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, what, what's yeah. going to happen man so it yeah. was good that some yeah some films were just like you know what we're just going to release it online we're just going to yeah yeah exactly yeah, it's for the people. <laughs> That's what we make films for, it's for the people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is your, yeah, let, let's, I, I realised I was just about to let you go, but then I just want, I'm <laughs> curious to know, so if, if you can stick around for a little bit longer, um, yeah. I am curious to know, what is your viewpoint on this whole same day release, right? Films getting streamed online, and in a cinema, because some people say, some people have the notion that it's the death of cinema. I don't yeah. think so, but I'm I'm curious to know what other people kind of think about this whole thing. To be honest, I don't think I understand enough about how distribution works and how films make money and stuff. Um, I did my dissertation in uni uh, on that. I said basically it was like, is the internet the death of cinema or something like, or killing cinema or something like that. Mm. 
And like at the time, I really believed so because I was like, well, yeah, if you're going to watch it online, then you're not going to go to cinema, you're not going to buy the popcorn, you're not going to give money to all these whatever, whatever. But like now I have no clue because I do it too. Like, you know, was it Wonder, was it Wonder Woman or something? Mm -hmm. It came out at the cinema and I'm pretty sure it came out at the same time on video on demand or something. Yeah. And we're not video on demand, like you could buy it online. And I just don't know how it works because I do that too. I wait for things. Like if I'm paying for Prime or I'm paying for Netflix, I will wait. I'll just wait until I can watch it for free in air quotes um, because I'm already paying for that subscription. Why would I go and pay 15 quid to see a film that's probably going to end up on Prime for free like in four months or something? Um, so in a sense, yes, but then I don't really understand how video on demand works. So like, I, I don't know if by me waiting, are they really losing money? because they're going to make money after or I guess they're losing it because they would be making so much money in the cinema and then six months later they'd make so much money on demand uh, on on prime or something so they have two things to make money from whereas yeah. I mean this is money right I mean obviously the experience yes I think it's killing cinema because there's a whole experience going to the cinema you know, you go there to relax, you go to get away from your house, you go to hang out with your friends, you, you know, it's a whole experience. So I think it definitely is killing cinema when it comes to that. Um, but this is COVID, obviously this is all COVID, you know, related. If this, for me anyways, I don't know if this was happening before COVID, but I think mm, it's tough. I don't know, I don't know. Now I'm all like confuffled because like half of me is like, yeah, but like what if somebody can't go to the cinema, you know, they're, they're homebound or they can't something, whatever, and they buy the film online at the same time as like their friend has gone to the cinema. They get the same experience. They experience the movie. They enjoy the movie at the same time. It's just in different ways. Whereas before, if you couldn't go to the cinema, you had to wait a few months until it came out on DVD or online to watch it and then you kind of lose that experience because you're not watching it at the same time as everyone else and there's no hype about it anymore so it's kind of like I don't know I, I, I don't I don't know if it is I think people will continue to make films and if anything this will help smaller filmmakers to make films if that makes sense and maybe potentially one day make a really great film that will end up in, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know where I'm going with this. I think, I think I'm trying to see it from so many different sides, distribution side, filmmaker side, like experience side. And it's just like, there are too many sides, but <laughs> you know, too many sides. What was your main question, right? Like it was, were you asking about the experience or were you asking about the money, like making money or, no, it's, like, what? I, I think it's because people think that this is the death of cinema, right? But they in what they sense? think by bringing it to, you know, these online platforms, you're killing cinema yeah. off. Yeah, That's but is not. it is it is it like when you say released at the same time? Is it a case of people can still go and see it in the cinema, 
or is it just it doesn't have a cinema release at all? And it just no, no, no. So day and life. day. See, this right. is this is the thing that makes no sense. But then to that's me, their right? choice. Well, that that's, you know what I mean, like if yes, so that that uh, that's that's the big thing, and I think what. It, you've you mentioned it right because i think yeah. with it doing it this way it means that yeah. because i know friends with kids right friends with yeah. kids they yeah. can't go to the cinema together so it was yeah. either one stayed with the kid one went to the cinema or they got a babysitter which sometimes is too expensive so yeah it, it was like that so now they can just rent it at home and watch it still and so if yeah, yeah if you're ill exactly. if you're housebound because let's face it not all cinemas are wheelchair accessible so there's a yeah, lot of exactly. different things which hampered people going to the cinema so now yeah. it opens it up but yeah you have films like i don't know let's say fast and the furious now yeah. that's a lot of you know noises and things like that so something like that I feel a lot of people go, oh, I watched that in the cinema because you get the yeah. surround sound, the big screen, all of that. So <laughs> yeah, it yeah, might yeah. up that experience. Something like Queen's Gambit, you could possibly watch at home. You, you know what I mean? But, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, there's certain films yeah. that add to the cinema experience. So I think yeah. you will always get people going to the cinema because it is an experience. Exactly. Yeah. Not everyone yeah, can afford the huge yeah. screen at home to watch a film on. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's just like, oh, that film, like June, I am so looking forward to June coming out. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh man, watching June on a big screen is gonna be incredible. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Jerry, yeah. Doom, all of that. Just be like, oh man, the Foxes cannot wait. Cannot wait. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, yeah. I think it make it forces cinemas to up their game. Because yeah. I know as a kid, go you could go to the cinema with, for five pounds. Yeah. You can't go to the cinema for five pounds anymore. It, it's no. what, <laughs> what used to be a cheap date, an affordable mm. date, has now yeah. become a really expensive date, like to go yeah. to the cinema. And you, it you is, yeah. it, and there's a lot of cinemas where they're not great. Like the seats are uncomfortable, they're dirty, the star oh, yeah. is <laughs> And it's just yeah. like, why am I going here? Like it's yeah, not it's good. True. So I, I kind of feel this will force cinemas to finally up their game. Yeah, but what do you think they're gonna do then? Like what makes things cheaper again? Or because they're losing money, right? Like that's the whole, that's the whole thing, isn't it? So if they're losing money, then what do you think? They should make things cheaper or they should up the price, which is what they've already done. Um, way I, too I, much. Well, I, I think, that, so this is the problem, right? Cinemas don't yeah. actually make, I don't, they don't really make any money off of the film itself. Right. Because yeah. okay. you have to pay for, because it, you pay for rental of a film. Because I, I used to yeah. work in a cinema, so I have yeah. a little understanding. I don't know it all, but I have a little understanding, right? So you you rent <laughs> each of the films. So you say yeah. when it came to Lord of the Rings, we showed Lord of the Rings in so many screens, and that oh, was yeah, yeah. because 
it's a big studios doing it warner brothers right so you it's warner yeah. brothers it's a big film and also it's three hours three and a half hours yeah. so that Jeez. limits yeah. the amount of screenings you can have of it so you're paying all yeah. of this money to rent it but god damn it if I'm just showing it in one screen, I'm only getting so many screenings. So that's why you yeah. see big films in like, you suddenly it's in like six of a cinema's screens. Because they're just yeah. like, okay, it's a long film. We need to put on this many showings a day to make it worth renting this. So where yeah, they're making true. a lot of their money is the confectionaries. But yes, the confectionaries yeah. are trash. Like the popcorn <laughs> is often stale. Like yeah, MMs, yeah. which are 80p, say in the supermarket, are now three pounds. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, what? I want to pay this. Yeah, so exactly. You, you yeah. have to pivot on the experience. So I would say if I was running a cinema and yeah. my cinema would probably go bust within a month. <laughs> But, yeah. but I, I would drop the price on confectionery because if I'm dropping the price on confectionery, more people yeah. are gonna buy it. Because you know what I mean? Yeah, and, you can only buy one film ticket, but you can buy loads of confectionery. Yeah, yeah. Because shit. you yeah. see families like with all their kids and stuff like that. A lot of times they are going to the supermarket first and they're bringing their yeah. own shit in. But yeah, if you true. go to the cinema and popcorn isn't an arm and a leg and everything is reasonable, yeah. you're just going to buy it there. Which yeah, then true. means you might buy more. So you need, to, you need to create ways to get people to buy more, to spend more time there. You know, it's like people that's love true. an everyman cinema because the seats are comfortable. You can get cocktails yes. and wine and whatnot. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So you, you yeah, need to cultivate a new atmosphere. I, I, yeah. I think that's the way to do it. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I mean, no, I don't no, you're right. That might not work. <laughs> right? But I just feel that the model needs to change. And I don't think it would have if COVID hadn't happened. Yes. I, think, I think we would have True. stuck to what was going on and there would all because you think there's all there's been these conversations about day and day release for a long time right there was a conversation yeah. a few years back which had essentially it'd been a, a thing that had been going on for about a decade where every mm -hmm. big studio was looking into creating a, um, a, a, a online platform where they could release films. And okay. initially, right, they were talking about every studio being part of this one platform, right? And so yeah. you would either pay an annual fee or a, you know, film by film fee or maybe a monthly fee, but you do this right. thing and you could watch films. And then the studio would make a percentage of that revenue. So, okay. but no one could agree on it. And people thought, oh, but people were pirate. And so it never happened. So then when everything right. disappeared, no one, yeah. hardly anyone was ready. You know, there's only a certain right. few people, like Disney had Disney Plus, they were cool. Yeah. HB, Warner Brothers, 
they were just about to launch HBO Max. So they were like, okay, we can possibly pivot. But the way they yeah. did it just pissed every, all the all the film studios off. So that kind of, you know, messed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, then you had some people could release stuff on Amazon. Netflix bought yeah. stuff off studios. So there was a yeah. few ways things could do it. But then the cinemas only, like the Curzon had an online platform. The BFI had an online platform. But... Yeah. No one else really, like Odeon doesn't have one. Cineworld no. doesn't have one. So they, yeah. they're they shutting all their branches and they're stuck. Yeah, so it's like, it's if people had pivoted sooner, if yeah. people had been forward thinking, you wouldn't see all these cinemas in such dire straits. Now all the screens are shut. That's but true. It, it's but it, it's sad for the people working there, though. But yeah. Oh yeah, that's the real travesty, because yeah. they're not they weren't making great money in the first place. No, I know. <laughs> so it's just that the fact then it's you know all shut down and they're not making anything. It's just like damn. Yep. That's yeah, true. So it's, it's a it's a crazy situation, but it's I don't. <laughs> yeah so I don't know I, I think to go back to your question I don't know to be completely honest I don't know if if releasing at the same time is actually kidding I think there's a difference between cinema I mean like again I think it goes back to me wondering do people actually mean the experience or do they mean the films that are in the cinema because I don't think it's ruining it it's killing the films that are going into the cinema because people are still being able to watch them people are still able to like fall in love with them they're still able to follow the directors they're still able to whatever i don't think that's changing mm. but i think it is down to the experience it's like you said not not everybody can like has a massive screen in their home have like surround sound all of that and so that is what you're missing out on when you can't go to the cinema because they've just released it online or they're doing it both at the same time. But again, if they're doing it at the same time, it's down, it's your choice to go to the cinema. Like go and watch it in the cinema. You yeah. know, what does it matter that they've released it online at the same on the same day? Like it doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect your experience of getting off the couch and going to the cinema, but it gives someone else the the like ability to watch it with you even though they can't go to the cinema which I think is fair I think that's I think that's a good idea personally because like you said people who can't make it to the cinema or families and stuff like that they get they get to do it to see it regardless they don't have to wait months um but yeah anyways that's just me <laughs> this is me personally yeah you know. no I, I yeah I I agree I agree I think that's okay. Thing. Yeah, and <laughs> good, I'm, good, good. Yeah, hopefully, you know, what I mean? someone will. Yeah, yeah. Your, your film will get to be shown on a big screen somewhere. Ooh, that would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's being shown on a big screen in Australia. If anybody wants to go in a, to Australia and see it on the big screen, uh, <laughs> like they're fine over there. <laughs> so lucky, you, but yeah. G-Long Film Festival, go see it. There you, um, go. you heard it, <laughs> people. Make that decision. 
book that flight, yep, go that to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> go to Australia. <laughs> yeah, do it. Oh, oh my man. gosh. Well, yo, I yeah, I, I think I have um yeah just stolen your time for way too long. <laughs> That's okay. So thank you very much. It has been great. It has been a, a great yeah time to um talk to you. Uh, I'm going to put all the information in the episode details. So, um, oh, thank you. People, go to the episode to get the Twitter, the Instagram, the festival information, and keep yes. an eye on Emily El Fadi because oh she God. is Emily El Fadli. People, <laughs> she is Just a in creative case. to keep an eye on. So, yeah, I'm looking oh, forward to your you. next one. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me. I, had, I did have a great time. It's so good to just chat sometimes and not be so like, I don't know, all on it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah just yeah, chatting. Yeah. Just yeah. That, 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 that's <laughs> yeah. what this is. It's just the hang, right? It, it, it's exactly. just a hang and a conversation. So I, I'm, exactly. I'm glad you've enjoyed yourself. I did indeed. All Thank right. you. And um, come back when you've got a new project to talk about. Oh, I will. Thank you, I will. Outside. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. You take care. All right, bye.